It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, happy Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, where we talk about love, dating, romance, relationships. Our romantic is here, Simon Marcel, <laughs> our Franchi. Hi. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Hello, hello. I hope you had I hope you had a good weekend, Simon. I had a very good weekend. You had a good weekend? I had a good weekend as well. I don't think our weekends were as great as, as? our assistant producer Trisha's weekend. Oh, oh, that is for sure. Let me tell you about this show. There are no secrets. I mean, a lot of things maybe we won't put on the air because they're a little highly sensitive, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little too racy in nature. That's Simon's life. But one... Trisha um, goes on the gram and puts pictures yeah. uh, of her weekend with her new man, her new boo. Patrick. 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 Yes. Then we are nosy and we're going to put it out there. Can we say his name? How about we call him P-Funk? So when she, when she's with P-Funk all weekend. <laughs> Why not Patrick? Oh, uh, you know, we, 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 let's let's he doesn't have the option of an- oh, okay. anonymity or saying <laughs> if he wants any. But I want to talk about what we saw on the gram because we're very nosy. Uh-huh. And also there was um meetings going on between families. This is a new relationship. The parents met? Uh well, we'll get to that. I want to know how soon is too soon for some things. Uh- this is a long distance relationship too. There's a lot of layers here. We got Trishies, so we're going to talk about them next. Uh, You know, meeting the family, new relationships. How soon is too soon for this, that, or the other next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. Mm -hmm. Right now, the hottest uh, relationship in town happens to belong to our assistant producer, Trisha. Hi, Trisha. Hello. Bonjour, I don't know Trisha. about the hottest. No, no, well, no. Well, you're oh, the, the newest. The newest. <laughs> oh, the sweetest. Okay. The sweetest. The newest. The, the, the one that we're most nosy about <laughs> at this point. Simon, um, our dear sweet producer um, is uh-huh. in a new relationship. How long have you been in this relationship? We're going on two months. Two months. And Okay, so, but you moved to Chicago yeah, two like months ago. Two months so ago. So this has been a long distance relationship. The whole time. And he's in LA, P Funk, we're gonna call him. P Funk. You went to go see P Funk over the weekend. We saw all the ooh la la lovey dovey pictures. Oh Lord. And then uh our executive producer Jill yes. told us that the parents have met each other. Of they, your parents and his parents. Yes. How? How? I know. And it kind of just happened that way. It kind of naturally... It, it wasn't set up. It wasn't set up. And I was already planning on hanging out with like my mom and my brother because I'm only here for a right. short amount of time. I was like, you can either hang out with me or you do your own thing. And he was like, yeah, like I'm going to hang out with you. And his mom was like around at the time. And I'm like... You can come too if you want. Like so it was like So mom and his yeah, dad or uh, no? His his father passed. Oh, okay. So So sorry. He, him and his mom are so close okay. and she's wonderful. How did that go? It went awesome and his mom and my mom are like two of the same people and he even looked at me and he was like, "Oh my god, yeah. they are like the same." Simon, they're getting married. I they're, think so. So let's say Trisha's dad is an imposing figure. Oh, right? Lord. Yes, big old former NFL player. Exactly. Big dude. Oh, my so gosh. So tell us how it went. It went good. It went good. And the fact that, like, Patrick can handle mm-hmm. my dad and, like, can hang out with, like, my brother. like it's, sign. It's a good thing. So I want to know, does this feel like now you're more committed? And yes, yeah, yeah. you're nodding yes. So you feel more committed. Is it too much too soon for you? Um, 
I don't think so. I'm one of those mm. people that it needs to be black or white for me. I can't okay. deal with like a gray area. And already being in a long distance relationship, I'm like, it's one or the other. Yeah. You know, Angie, I'm 100% behind this from the day one I, I, I told Trisha. I was not, but you were. But, yes. But what I'm waiting for, the L word, right? Because it's usually- <gasps> It's you. been dropped. No. No? No, 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 no. And, and what do you think the most important word of a relationship, I love you- has not been said yet. I don't. Don't I, say it first. We're, I know. See, can oh. I tell you what I was just looking yeah. up like maybe two days ago? I was like, when is like the time frame that you, you're supposed wait, to say? Wait, did you I, Google that? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't say it's, it first. I, that's my advice. I know. I've never said it first. I mean, uh, you know, like, but don't say it first because I feel like right. women, like, you know, we're used to being. Uh, pursued by men, I right. feel like he probably knows how you feel. Yeah, we're a little bit more expressive. We're emotional. Uh, the parents have been introduced. He probably knows how you feel. And I wanted to open up the phones, but Simon, do you feel like she should say it first? If you feel it, say it. If you don't feel it, don't just don't don't say it. I love the idea. Just a man or woman would not say I love you if you feel it in your heart. Life is too short to keep those as an unspoken or secret or just waiting a strategy of... That was back then. Angie's right. It's the tradition. But in 2018, I said, you know... You kind of give up a little control a if you say it told, first, don't you feel it, like? Right, but it's not about the control. It's uh, about the love. Uh, sometimes it's about how, who has a hand. Somebody's got always a little hand. But I want to know what our listeners okay. think. Um, does she say I love you first? Um, should she say it now? Does it seem fast? From your perspective, if you're listening to me, I'd be like, pump the brakes, honey. But my advice <laughs> has not been very good with no. uh, members of our show. So do you. Um, <laughs> Call. Call us up. Tell Trisha what to do next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, our assistant producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, newly, um, a two months relationship, long distance. Newly in love. Newly really. in love. Really. And it's, it's a long distance relationship. It is. But the parents met each other this weekend while she was back in L.A. <laughs> and you were saying love, love, love. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, parents met, everybody met. They've had a great time together. But then I just learned that Trisha hasn't said, or he hasn't said it either, I love you. They do love each other. They do. I, listen, I'm 100% behind it. But Yeah, they're waiting to see who strikes first. Uh, let's go to our phone, Simon. Let's. 855-905-8255. Our caller in Huntington Woods, Michigan on 100.3 WNIC. Hi, Trina. Hey, Bonjour. Hi. Trina. Hi, Bonjour. You heard the whole scenario with Trisha. What advice do you have for her? So with long-distance relationships, you get a lot of the good and very little of the bad or the more, like, monotonous Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, you know, you're hanging out, it's great, and then you leave. So it's easier to fall in love, I think, because Mm -hmm. it's special. You don't see each other on random days. It's plants, you know? So Mm -hmm. um, I think really be cautious about throwing your heart into something where you're far away and you don't get to see the person's bad habits or... um, you know, the tendencies that you're not really thrilled about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would wait for him to say, I love you first and make sure there's really a commitment there before going on. I think that's really great advice. And Simon, Trina touched on something I think is so important about long distance relationships. Simon, I know you've been in them as well. I have. I have. Um, you've been in international, cross country, over the ocean cross relationships. The Atlantic. Yes. yes. So I want to talk about that, about being careful in those situations because it can feel like a vacation every time you're together. It's only for a weekend. Is it real? Mm -hmm. Next, thank you so much for your call. Next, we're going to talk more about long distance on The Rendezvous.
You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie Love Dating, Romance, Relationships. I love that a lot of the people on this show are single and dating and in the thick of it. They're in the trenches, Simon. Totally. And they're a wealth of material, whether they like it or not. Yes. Our assistant producer, Trisha, is in a long-distance relationship. Things seem to be progressing very fast. Parents have met. There hasn't been an I love you yet, but it's lingering. It's coming. It's coming up soon. Yeah. (laughs) And our last caller uh, from Michigan was saying, listen, be careful because... You know, you don't see all the bad stuff because you're not in this day to day. You're not like realizing, hey, he's late all the time or, oh, he um, leaves his socks all over the floor. He never or he's a hoarder. You don't see some things. You only see the best sometimes of someone in a long distance relationship. That is true. And that's common sense. But love is not a business deal. Love is an impulse. Love is a heartbeat. Love is a feeling. And. I have learned that there is no guarantee by saying it first, saying it second, it will impact anything. The truth is... Saying uh, I love you. ...is what matters if you feel it. If you don't really, don't say it. If you are ready to say it, don't be afraid to say I love you. Nothing bad comes by saying I love you. Do you... Okay, I want to talk when we come back if you feel like she should be more careful because maybe, you know, long distance, like I said, it could be a mirage... You know, yeah, we, what are the, pit, what are the pitfalls? What happens? I know you've been there. I met my husband. We were dating long distance first. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's that transition when you're not long distance anymore. Like, whoa, this was way cooler when I saw you <laughs> every other weekend. Of course. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. Um, we started in on the show with our assistant producer, Trisha, who's mm-hmm. in a long-distance relationship. Yes. It's going very fast. And very well. Parents have met. No I love yous. Who says it first? Let's talk about long distance a little bit, though, Simon. I know you've been in them. Many times. Have you ever been in a long-distance relationship that suddenly becomes in the same city, in the same neighborhood? And how does that transition? Well, it didn't transition so well for me. Why? Probably because of me, I guess. Because the last call of Trina had a good point. When you're long distance, and I was been there, it's ideal. Oh. At the beginning. Oh, because you see each other, like, you're usually in a, a, a cool locale. You're traveling. Weekends, it's no sexy. Work, yeah. You're at a different no stress. hotel. Or something. Yes. Okay, it's not real life. It's not real life. Yeah. And then the minute you're in real life, and there's no escape of see you next weekend. Yes. I think at the time I did freak out. I was not mature enough probably to handle it. And so I did everything I could to sabotage the relationship because I missed the high of the long distance, the beginning. So what did you feel suffocated by somebody being around all the time? That's what I exactly, I you, felt you, suffocated. You didn't you. have your space. No. And I didn't have the exit of she was going to go away next weekend. Like, you know, right. Like, and that freaked me out you can get too used to a long distance relationship and the parameters i mean and and know that this has been great and fun and then i'm gonna go home and it's like back to work and my routine and that's your routine it's almost like living a double life exactly and then you really get the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. i love that i have to say when it comes to long distance relationships i feel like there needs to be an end game a light at the end of the tunnel, like somebody's got to move at some point. How long can you carry on that? If, especially if you're in love, because then it becomes so draining and expensive to travel all true. the time, and you can't always see each other. That's true. You're not you're not in each other's face. There's maybe jealousy. Where were you? Who are you with? You better Facetime me when you get home. I don't trust it. Like there's all these different things that happen. Insecurities. Yeah, insecurities. That's expression of insecurities, right? All those questions, I, I'm not sure of you. I'm not sure of your love. I'm not sure you're not here. 
Because you what can't you see d- somebody's face. And you don't know where they are all the time. Right. And so that is the difficulty. When you mention end game, so you're meaning like, some, like you date somebody long distance. Yes. And at one point you have to live together. Well, I feel like you have to have a conversation at some point. Like, what are we doing? Is this going to end in one of us moving to be near the other so we can have a in-house relationship, a real, like, day-to-day relationship? Or are we just going to, like, do this until it fizzles out? I don't know how long that can last. Can long, it last forever? How long could you last like that? Ooh, J- my husband, so, Jason, and I, he was in L.A., uh, um, Chicago, very much like Trisha. We were at about four months and we hadn't had a conversation yet, but I was getting to the point where I was like, somebody's got to somebody's got to move. And it was getting expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was getting exhausting. Mm-hmm. I also had commitments with my, my daughter and, right. and work, and I couldn't keep doing this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the real. I wanted somebody that I could go to bed with every night. Or if I felt like, a, hey, I want to go see a movie, mm-hmm. that he's there. I didn't want to have to wait to do everything fun and special for every other weekend. So... Just, I would say keep that in mind if you are in a long-distance relationship. What's the end goal? What is the end game? Have that conversation at some point, especially if you're yeah. in love. Especially if you're in love. Right. Absolutely. We can't do this forever. I need you every day, Simon. Every day. <laughs> every day we In here. my life. Face to face. You know what I'm saying? All right. More. More. Listen, I want to... Um, Make sure that we tell everybody to check out our email. If you need to send us an email, you want advice, simonandangie.com. Yes. The reason I'm saying that is because I have one that I want to get to next from a listener. Oh, good. They need advice. That's next on The Rendezvous. Hello, you have found the Love, Dating, Romance, and Relationship show. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Uh, we love to give advice. We if, do. If you need some, our French romantic, Simon Marcel. And you are American, beautiful, realist, but oh. very real. Keeps me real when I go in the cloud of romance. Oh. You bring me back to earth. Back to earth, baby. Um, listen, simonandangie.com, you, you, sometimes it's hard to discuss your love life on the radio. I got it. You can tell us in an email. You don't want to use your name, whatever. We'll share your problem, yep. and we'll help you out that way, too. This one comes to us um, from Ruby Point. Um, she wrote in, listener email, I love your show. I find myself living by the advice you give. Oh, thank you. Here's my problem. I was recently dumped on New Year's by a man I had lost interest in anyway. Long story short, it was rocky for nearly a year. Now I'm dating again. Mm-hmm. Recently met this amazing guy. He's everything I want in a man, but I'm not sure when is too soon to approach a serious relationship with him. My last one lasted two years, cost me a lot of pain, a lot of heartache. What's your opinion on this? Having never really been on my own, when is the right time to jump into a new one? So I'm sensing that obviously she's scared, she's been burned, yeah, and she sees something magical happening here, thinking, whoa, maybe I shouldn't. I'm supposed to you know, take a break and find myself again and hang out with my friends and do that thing. And she's wondering if she should jump back into a re- relationship right away. Um, I, I want to know, Simon, from you, mm-hmm. what you would do in Ruby's situation. Yep. And we'll talk more about that. Like, yes. after a breakup, how soon is too soon to jump into another one? Mm-hmm. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're reading an email that came into simonandangie.com from Ruby. Was in a long relationship, got burned, Simon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wants to jump into this new guy who she is really into but is afraid, oh, I just got out of one. How soon is too soon? Simon, what do you say to her? You're a romantic. I kind of feel like I know what you'll say, but go ahead. Ruby, a dance of love takes two dances, not just one. The, oh. reas- the reason why... 
it, it usually doesn't work because it's only one wants to jump in and right. not the other. Right. So if you feel it and you feel he's going to say yes to, have a talk. Where are we going? How are you feeling? And then are we exclusive? And all those things are healthy questions to ask. Is it okay for her, though, to jump into one being so new uh, and fresh out of one? It is because okay. you don't want to have regrets in life. Right. You have to dare love, Angie. Yes. It, okay, we get burned and burned again. It doesn't kill us, okay? What kills us is not to dare. Get back up on the horse, girl. The we horse of love do. is waiting. Exactly. The saddle is there. Exactly. You know. <laughs> so, so really, Ruby, my advice on this one is to talk, get back on the horse of love, mm-hmm. that dance of love with your new partner. Forget the past, it's a different man, and that is something to remember. It's a different partner that just walked into your life. Angie, what are you, what are you saying? Well, I, I totally agree with you. I okay. mean, I'm, I'm taking the romantic stance on this like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they always say, new year, new you. Yeah. New man, New you, exactly. new man, new love. We, don't don't take the issues from the last relationship, yes. the fears, the insecurities into the new one. Fresh start, absolutely. Clean slate. Give it a chance. I agree. Good luck to you, Ruby, and this new man. Yes, bonne chance. Good luck to you. Okay, we want to open up the phone lines for advice as well. Mm-hmm. That was an email. Let's go to the phone eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. What's up in your love life? That's next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love, dating, romance, relationships with our French romantic, Simon Marcel. And you, are beautiful American realist. Oh, the beautiful. Thank you. That is you. Let's go to the phones right now. Uh, listening in Wooddale, Illinois, on 93.9 Light FM, here's Felix. Hey, Felix. Bonjour, Felix. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, what do you need advice good. on? Well, I'm, I'm currently in the, in the dating scene right now, and I'm getting into a little bit of a pickle. I'm actually dating uh, more than one woman, and uh, I'm not a creep, you know, about it at all. They they do know that I'm dating, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm very honest and upfront. Um, but it's come down to the point where I have to now make a decision on who I would like to be with. Because someone's issuing an ultimatum, or yes, what? the ultimatum is here. Uh, both of them are issuing the ultimatum, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like it's time for me to choose. Okay, so you have two girlfriends. They know about each other. Now they want to mm-hmm. be, they both want to be exclusive. You got to make a choice. You don't yes. know, there's not one that's like, the cream is not rising uh, to the top in this situation? What's happening? They're, they're really, they're both really great. Um, and I, I just, I'm having trouble as far as deciding which one I want to go with. Like one has a very, one has a spicy personality, uh, very lovable, very outgoing, very free-spirited. It's really, you know, she's really cool. Mm-hmm. The other one has a, has a, uh, a more, you know, down-to-earth, very bookworm, want to stay home. But that's really cool, too. Like, I like that, you know? So you, you see two uh, qualities that if you put them together would make the perfect woman. But there's not yeah. one that has both. Mm. Simon, exactly. what do you say? I said, Felix, you shouldn't date any of them. Because I'm going to translate. Thank you. I would like to translate, especially Jump for bowl, women. start fresh in the morning. When a man, <laughs> and, and mark my words, when a man says, I'm dating two women, it doesn't mean dating. It means I'm sleeping with two women. That's what it is about. It's not about love. It's not about romance. It's not about the future. It's dating free, and that's fine if both agrees, right? But, Felix, I don't think you are in love with any of them. I think that if you want to be a good man, you have to set them free too and say, listen, I'm not in love with you, either of you, one by one. And uh, I loved our time together. We're good friends. We had the benefits and the friends. But to be honest, there's no romance in this 
relationship. And you described each of them in a non-romantic way. One was the personalities, the other the other was something else. I didn't hear the love, Angie. Well, we all, I feel like we all have like this list in our hat of what would make the perfect mate for us. You know, this list of things like this would be great if he was six feet tall, if he was professional, if he was, you know, loved his mama or whatever it is. You are finding a couple of things here and there. It's not the right one because it's not everything that you want. Right. Not that, you know, you're ever maybe going to find somebody that has everything, but the fact that you need two women to equal one woman that you want mm -hmm. means that you haven't found that one woman yet. Right so on. I feel like until you find the girl that encompasses all the qualities in one person, which you will find, there is a girl that have has yes. both of the qualities that you mentioned. She's out there. But why, you know, it's like the 80-20 rule. Why are you going to throw out a girl that has 80% of everything you want when she's only missing 20? Here you don't even have 80%. You know, here you have like 5% with each, 5% mm -hmm. of 5%, you got 10% of what you want. That's not cool. But he got, he has two lovers and that's what this Well, is, so that's the that's only. That's fun. Yes. But that's not the that, relationship. It's not the relationship. It's not true love. I don't know anybody really in love who would have two. I don't know that, that it's possible. When you're in love with somebody, you want to spend all your time with that person. That's you, but for for Felix, I feel like Felix is not getting what he needs, Fe and either Felix is a player. Felix uh, is has two women friends with benefits, and it's time to. Uh, and he, he's laughing because he knows it, and and now that he's out, I think he has to be a good man and just be friends and find the true love of his life somewhere else. Do you want to settle down or no? Um, I actually do, and I feel like that's the reason why I was dating, yeah. uh, to, to try to find someone okay. instead of just, you know. Don't uh, settle for 5%. If you're at that point where you want to settle down, go find the one that has everything you need. You don't have okay. it here. That's yes. what I say, and that's what Simon says. It makes your heart beats. That's it. All right. Good awesome. luck. Thank you. All right. Woo, Felix, got it going. All right, more of the rendezvous, more love, dating, romance, relationships next. Thanks for listening tonight. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had our caller, Felix, on the line, who had two girls. So just, just yeah, uh, 10 years ago, right, you were single. Jason, you now husband, was single. You guys meet, you yeah. start dating. What kind of conversation of how did you handle, at the very, very beginning, whoever else you were dating? How that went down? Like, how did I ask? Yeah, how did you ask and how did maybe he asked you to? Um, well, I was very direct about it. I know it's shocking, shocking um, yes. <laughs> but I told him before we had our first date in Las Vegas because we were long distance, LA, right. Chicago. Our first date was in Vegas. There were other friends around just in case this whole thing was a bust and I was <laughs> completely wrong. Before Las Vegas, though, I asked, are you dating anybody right now? Have you? And he's like, oh, I was, but you know, I'm, I'm focusing on you and I said good because I'm planting my flag here I don't want anybody else around that's this is it like it's just me and that's all good and for you. then the first night I spent at his home maybe a couple weeks later in LA yeah. I got very nosy while he was in the bathroom and I looked inside of his nightstand really? and I found some things um, that were like a like you know how Costco has high count like you buy like and so there was these things for protection in his nightstand and I said oh, this is a that. 100 count box and there's only like three in here so like really <laughs> how many others and he said well you should be happy that I'm safe oh. and I was like way to shut it down you're right good but, job yeah that was like the most brilliant response ever because I had nothing to say after that <laughs> I'm like. Hmm. 
That's true, but yeah. So I planted a flag quick. Have you done that too? Like it's over. I want to find out from you, Simon. Okay. <laughs> we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships. Mm -hmm. Simon, you know, we were talking about when you first start dating someone, how do you bring up, hey, are you dating other people? Like, is it just us? You know, do you ask even? Or do you just assume and tell the DTR that define the relationship talk comes that we're, it's like a free-for-all. What do you do, like, in Paris where you grew up? Different right. rules for dating. Totally different rules. The rule in Paris, and it's going to be shocking to you, and is that the first French kiss seal the exclusivity. That's the seal. That is when we all know in France. So you go to a dinner on a date with somebody. If you French kiss after the first dinner, it is understood that neither of you will French kiss anybody else until that stops. That it can be the next day. You can say, by the way, I'm out. And that's fine. You cannot in France kiss somebody after a dinner. And the next day, have a different date, kiss you somebody else. You can't just else. ghost someone There's after... No, the word dating, uh, that, that doesn't exist in France. The dating is not French. We you, don't say that. Like, you're, you're a team after yes. the kiss? If, if, because every French woman, every French woman I've got knows. like 87 boyfriends right now. If, that's, if that were the case no, in true, the U.S., no. I have so many boyfriends that are probably but, really mad. No, no, no. That, it's, but you don't French kiss anyone. <laughs> what? Now? What? I French kiss my husband. Well, exactly. But... When I go out, now I'm in America for the last 20 years, and in my mind, that was the rule that applied here, and I was shocked because women would date somebody else the next day. It was very upsetting to me. So if you go out on a date, and you, like, let's say the date's going on, you're not feeling it, you purposely will not kiss someone. I prefer not to start that. I think oh. it's very intimate and very Sending romantic. Sending mixed signals. It is, really. French kiss is a very intimate, romantic <sighs> moment. I mean, anybody listening is like, wow, I have so many uh, relationships <laughs> that I need to check up on. Because I've, I've been abandoning people. <laughs> well, More, it's different. Yeah, it is. But it's cool to hear your perspective. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We were talking about exclusivity mm -hmm. when you first start dating mm -hmm. and how soon is too soon uh, to ask if they're dating someone else, to have the define the relationship talk, or in your case, Simon Marcel, our Frenchie, yeah. you, you know, where you grew up in, in Paris... There's different rules. You said the first kiss? The first French kiss seals the exclusivity of the relationship until you say it's over. What if I'm shy and I don't feel like kissing you on the first date, but I still want to see you? That's a good question. So that can happen on the second date or even the third date. But in between, you're not dating anybody else. A French woman would never let you get away with it. Which is interesting because you have lovers and mistresses and, and mistresses and all of that as adults. But there are some very hard and fast rules. Because we believe French kiss is maybe more romantic than some other ulala act. It's very intimate. It is. And I love see so, that's my problem because I would not survive in France. What Here's, do you mean? But because I feel like I would have a lot of People mad at me if it was assumed that if I French kissed you, that we are now exclusive. Yes. Because I am the kissing bandit. I enjoy making out. It's my favorite part of all of it. I would like I would make out all day. So if you were if but, you were twenty five, yeah, and you're in a club and you you cannot kiss a guy. Yeah, the next the second night, either you told the first guy it's over. No, but you cannot. Why? Because Wait, he uh, thinks I'm not ready for all of this yet. I just wanted to make out for a second in the club because it's you know the music is going. We're having a couple cocktails. It's all like sexy. But hey. all our parents told us when we were 13, 14, 15 that the kiss one of the most precious romantic moment in a relationship, the first French kiss. So you can't. I mean, in You've my never culture, had a kiss. 
I'm sorry to cut you off, but this is shocking to me. You've never had a French kiss yeah. that wasn't just for fun. It always had to be meaningful. It was fun, but I wanted more, and she wanted more, or she didn't. But never in my mind, and she never, have I French kissed a woman and thought it's okay to, to ask another woman on the date the second, uh, uh, really? the next day. Never. It's impossible. It's against, wow. it's against my culture. Wrong or right, but it's against how we function in France. I will tell you this. I've been to Paris one time. With my husband, uh, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. I might have made out with somebody. Am Uh-oh. I obligated now? Somebody French or somebody? Yes, a Frenchie. Uh, am I supposed to now? Do I have two husbands? Or a husband and a wife? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what kind of wife? It all depends on the circumstances. Why? Because, so let's say you're with your husband in Paris. Yes. But you go alone yes. Yes. to a date. I don't mean yes. to a club, like a, a dance club. But if you go to a, a dinner date, mm-hmm. you kiss that French guy. He will be very mad at you if the next day he sees you with your well, husband. It's just he does too bad. Know. Maybe I just wanted to kiss. Well, you know, we might do a little short trip in Paris. I advise everybody to wait. Be we're very gonna. I'm sorry, you kind of like glazed over that. What did you just say? We're gonna do what? We may do a little short trip in we're, Paris. The, so the, the show, the rendezvous, the rendezvous show. Simon and Angie, our team. We're going to Paris at one point to do a show. To do the reason is we want to bring to our listeners the French culture of okay. dating, loving, and Love relationships. It. So that will you, give you, know you a what, good insight of how I was raised and how I function relationship-wise. The first thing we're going to do on the air for an experiment is just have you make out on the street with a French woman <laughs> and see how crazy she is if she comes back to the show the next day well, saying, hi, we, we're married with something. I want to see what happens if you just make out and never I'm gonna call her slap, again. I'm going to get I mean, I mean. I don't she make better not slap you. You know I, what I'm going to do? I know you're going to okay. I know you're very protective. We'll talk about that. You're going to get me in trouble. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. More <laughs> next. Thanks so much for checking out and listening to and loving us. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of the show tonight, please check out simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. You can hear back our podcast. A lot of issues about love and dating. Uh, we had Trishu's. Our assistant producer, Trisha. Trisha, yes. Her long-distance relationship, saying I love you, all the pitfalls that can happen and the beauty that can happen in mm. long distance. Mm-hmm. Um, Felix's call about choosing between two women he's dating, this poor guy and all his problems, two women. Felix, Felix, Felix. And then jumping into a new relationship when you're fresh out of one. That was Ruby's email. And that's also, Simon, where you gave us our Simon Says of the Night. Yes, thanks, Angie. I said the dance of love takes two people. Not one. Meaning, when you wonder if you jump, should jump in, when you should give it all you got, this conversation must just not take place in your mind, mm-hmm. but in both of your mind, and, and so that both of you jump in. Otherwise, it's like jumping in an empty swimming pool without the water, you hurt your butt. You jump in an empty swim. Can we please like put that on a t-shirt? Jump in an empty swimming pool without the water, you hurt your butt. It's true. It, it sounds like something my Serbian Bubba would say. But I mean, it's, 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 it's yeah. true. And so me, it's you the same thing hurt your, the- Don't hurt your butt. Exactly. So don't yeah. don't jump in the swimming pool without water. So the water is the love. That would be crazy. Yes, exactly. To do that. Who so wants to break their butt? <laughs> I love you, Simon. I love you too. It's very well said. Well, and I mean it. It's amazing where this show can go sometimes. We'll make an analogy out of anything. An empty swimming pool, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, thanks so much for checking Thank us you. out tonight. We can't wait to speak with you tomorrow. In the meantime, you can find us all our social platforms, Simon and Angie on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Send us an email anytime, mm-hmm. simonandangie.com. Yep. And we will be with you tomorrow for more love, dating, and romance on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.